We have to speak to Jan. Nicholas, hold on. There's something I want to tell you. Save it for after. She found something on Larry's body. in HR. Presented by Jim Pass. Starring Kate Mara and Brett Gilman. A Caspian Studios production. Looking for a killer corporate wellness solution? Meet Jim Pass. Join more than 10,000 companies who already offer the most thrilling network of gyms, studios, classes, personal trainers, and wellness apps. All in one employee benefit. Cultivating a happy, healthy work environment should never be a mystery. Find out how you can bring Jim Pass to your company at gympass.com. It's Thursday at 12.58. Lifeboat will be activated in 23 hours. Tomorrow at noon. I had a huge breakthrough and we need to talk privately. Hit all the buttons now. That can't be the fastest way to get where we're going. Jan's doing her rounds. We'll catch her on one of these floors. Hit the buttons. So look. About? If you say Berlin, I swear to God. Oh, and a tip about Jan. She's a bit OCD, so watch where you step. Literally, if you step on clean floors, she's liable to kill you. It's not about Berlin. Or maybe it still is, but Larry... Whatever she found, it sounds like a doozy. She left me a message. Listen. Nicholas, it's Jan. You know, the the janitor seems like it's logical. You need to find me ASAP. A fried friend had something on their person, and let me tell you... It's a doozy. Told ya. I believed that you had a voicemail. It's not something to, like, brag about. Jan? Jan? What? Jan, are you okay? Oh, I just dropped a box. I got a wonky hip from cleaning things up. I guess it's all part of the job. Well, it shouldn't be. What's a girl to do, right? Have you tried Pilates? Obviously, this isn't medical advice and you should see a doctor, but a deep stretch might really help. I'll help you sign up for a class. Seriously, can we get to the doozy? With Gemma. Here. It's fine. She's all right. She's part of the starboard now. Knows about the assassins. She's investigating Larry's murder. Her lips are sealed. A lot of moving parts. Wow. Welcome, kid. All right. Here. I found this on the body when I was uh, removing it for the autopsy. It's a letter. No, 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 no. Look again. It's... Larry's speech. Holy crap, this is a huge clue. I'm holding up my hand. This is where you slap it. That's what I'm talking about. Who cares about a stupid speech, though? One he wasn't even supposed to say, Jan, you made it sound important. Read it. But maybe read it alone, Nick. There's sensitive information in there. Like I said, it's a doozy. I think it's a dead end. I... I'll do it. Give it to me. Ahoy, mateys! Let's Let's get get this this party party started, started. shall we? I just wanted to take a second to thank our higher-ups for their incredible leadership. Give it up for the captains leading us on our main voyage. Wait for applause. And all the other boat metaphor crap we hear every day. (laughs) Pause for dramatic effect. Don't get scared, Larry. You got this. Stick to it. I'm standing up here... 
because I want to talk about Berlin. I want to set the record straight. Look, folks, we all know what happened. Dallas and Francois dropped the ball on the big sale, and Poppy saved the day. That is the truth. The reason she was in Berlin is because we were going to go on a trip together after the deals closed. We were dating at the time. The date of the incident, she decided, on her own, to head to the place where the meeting was. She told me that she didn't trust Dallas and Francois' prep work. She asked me for the coordinates, and I gave them, as the travel coordinator, not as her boyfriend. She had the skill to get the job done, and she did. The truth is, Poppy is the best salesperson at this company. She has been grinding for years, getting all the bad deals, closing deals in half the time. She took an opportunity she should have gotten a long time ago. I know that people have been doubting Poppy's skill because of my mistake. I hear the gossip. I just want to set the record straight. We're no longer dating. I told the chief people officer all this, but if Nicholas isn't going to share everything, I will. Take a breath. Really let this sink in for them. If you thought your first dramatic pause was dramatic, this one is so much more. It's like that moment when you were playing Danny in your high school production of Grease and... Take a deep breath. Now tell them the truth. It was all my fault, and I take full responsibility. He was going to reveal that you knew, Nicholas? No, I I didn't. Well, I did, but it's not like he said. Don't look at me like that. I'm not a suspect. I believe you. Thanks. It means a lot. I didn't say I trusted you, boss. Can you stay right there? I just have a few questions for Jan before we go. Jan, can you please... Well, the vacuum scrambles the noise so Blackbeard can't eavesdrop. It has a way of listening in on your every conversation. Oh, right. So you know about everything, huh? Now what did I tell you about getting your hands dirty? You should talk. Seems like you do everything around here. Garbage, autopsies, cleanups. You manage the building services? Yep. Gas, water, electrical. I do it all. You know... Now that you mention it, the fuse box is located in the janitor's closet. You don't think I did it? Come on, I just showed you the clue! Which would be the perfect way to draw the scent from yourself. I work with garbage. The scent just sticks. The surge may have been on a timer. At least that's what Francois thinks. In fact, he and Dallas brought up something else. Do you ever see the big cleanup in Berlin? Blackbeard incoming. Jenna, let's go somewhere a little more private. Jan, thanks. Well, we'll find you later. Currently scanning. Scanning. What is this place? This is a simulator room. And at the center is a bubble-looking 12-meter by 12-meter futuristic piece of tech called... A simulator. (laughs) I can see it, but thank you. I won't get into the incredible technology behind it, but basically it can recreate numerous weather environments along with sounds and motion so that the assassins can test their gear in any environment. After all, they need to be on their toes. And this simulator can literally throw anything at them. There's also some virtual reality. Or is it augmented reality? I don't really understand the difference. They're both not reality, right? Anyway, this is pretty much the only place Blackbeard can't hear us. So let's get in the bubble, and by bubble, I mean the simulator at the center of the room. I'm guessing I throw on these safety goggles? Yep. (laughs) And then follow me. 
I will just give ourselves a little white noise to talk over. Activating storm mode. Uh, well, this isn't exactly what I expected. Even though it kind of reminds me of the meditative rain sounds I use in the Headspace app. Let me guess, you want to talk about Berlin. Look, I know I said... Nicholas, were you supposed to take the mic after Gregory? What? On stage. You were supposed to be the second speaker, right? The MC? But then Larry rushed on stage in your place, grabbed your microphone. He did? He grabbed your microphone, and then he died. Are you saying I was the target? I'm almost certain of it. Who would want me dead? We have to backtrack. If we are to believe that the killer was actually after you, and Larry was an unfortunate recipient of friendly fire... Then they still want me dead. This is what I've been trying to tell you. This changes the whole investigation. What was that? Storm simulation, level five. Can we lower this thing? What? What, what, what'd you say? Wait, wait, what what do you mean, when? Can you lower this? The storm has to run its course. It's got to run it all out. Storm simulation, level six. Okay, so you're telling me that these employees, those I've dedicated my life to helping, my friends, could all want me dead? All I'm saying is we have to keep options open. Oh, look at me. So full circle, I'm back in that hovel. Everyone wants me dead. Not everyone. One, only one. One person. Or maybe two, if it's a team. Also, you're right. We're, we probably can't rule out the theory that it's everyone working together. Well, so I take it back. Finalizing level six. Ugh. You have to tell me what really happened in Berlin. Something tells me that if we can figure out what Larry did in Berlin, then we find the killer. Berlin. This is about Berlin. You were right. Storm simulation level 10. What? No! Nicholas! This is scaring me! Me too! Someone wants me dead! That too! Can we please turn this off? Storm simulation complete. Oh, (gasps) Jesus Christ. (gasps) Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, wow. So loud. Larry gave Poppy preferential treatment that pissed off the other killers. But you, what did you do in Berlin? Oh. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, not my finest moment. As we know, Larry is the travel coordinator. Well, was. He worked for me for years, but... All of a sudden, Larry kept buying boba tea on his company expense card. And then I noticed that Larry was spending more time in the field on some plum assignments. You know, tropical vacations, amazing cities, and then Berlin. So what happened? Dallas and Francois have been staking out this restaurant for months. Spatzenkammer, great spatzel, really good. I mean, some of the best I've ever had, actually, but... Anyway, we had intel that two rival mob bosses were getting together for a meeting. One from America and one from Russia. America is Dallas's territory and Europe is Francois's. They're in position, waiting on the final coordinates for each target. The assassination is going as planned. Huge payday if they close these. Huge! But all of a sudden, Poppy is there and says that they smelled the hit coming and tried to escape, so she took them out. Right place, right time. 
Gregory and Trish were thrilled, but <laughs> everyone else was pissed. Then she escapes in a car that conveniently was there. We get there to clean up. It's a damn mess. And Jan finds a boba tea in the driver's seat, written in Sharpie, Poppy. And you know what I did? I covered it up. I covered up the fact that Poppy was there because of Larry. Never said a word to either of them. Until the complaints rolled in, Larry was getting sloppy and the preferential treatment was obvious. People were mad. Why didn't you tell me all this before the investigation? I don't know, I was embarrassed. And I secretly hoped it wasn't connected to the murder. I made myself too busy to consider the complications. We live on the edge at this company. It is life or death running HR around here. <laughs> hey, it's life or death run HR anywhere. But the threats have never come from the inside. I never thought that someone would come after me. Dallas and Francois are pretty pissed about being grounded. But they pointed me in your direction, so I doubt they tried to kill you. Jan put up a big stink about the cleanup in Berlin, but she wouldn't kill me over it, I don't think. What about Trish and Gregory? They were both on stage. They founded the company together, but don't exactly see eye to eye anymore. Poppy. It's, it's gotta be her. Poppy. She was so upset about Larry, but now that you are the target, I don't see the connection. Now that I think about it, she was trying to talk to you. Right after it happened. Alone. She is the one with the motive. She wanted revenge because Larry blamed their breakup on me. What do you mean he blamed it on you? I finally confronted him. I was pissed. I said, hey, we all see through this. You're giving Poppy preferential treatment. This can't go on anymore. You have to put an end to this. And he thought I was talking about their relationship. I lost my temper. He stormed off. Later, he broke up with Poppy, and he blamed me, and if I just acted like a professional, like the person <laughs> I thought I am, then he'd still be here today. He wouldn't have wanted to out me. He'd have just wanted to drink Mai Tais and get sunburned. It's all my fault. And now I'm going to die for it. And you might too. <laughs> Feel free to put that in my employee evaluation. So it's Poppy. It's gotta be Poppy. Then let's have a chat with her. Right now? It's eight o'clock at night. We're not gonna sneak up on a trained assassin while she's sleeping. Let's get some rest and find her first thing in the morning. You and me? Hey, HR sticks together, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. We stick together. Okay, meet me at my temp office at the conference center at 7 a.m. tomorrow and... We'll come up with the plan. HR sticks together to find this killer. Until noon tomorrow, when that lifeboat activates. And then I'm getting the hell out of here. You're listening to Murder in HR. Presented by Jim Pass. Starring Kate Mara and Brett Gelman. Caspian Studios Production.
Looking for a killer corporate wellness solution? Meet GymPass. Join more than 10,000 companies who already offer the most thrilling network of gyms, studios, classes, personal trainers, and wellness apps, all in one employee benefit. Cultivating a happy, healthy work environment should never be a mystery. Find out how you can bring GymPass to your company at gympass.com. This podcast is also presented by Piece of Ship. Do you want to give your fleet peace of mind? Well, then you need Piece of Ship. Piece of Ship is the world's first AI-powered SaaS platform that optimizes ship performance, maintenance, and nautical navigation for boat captains and fleet managers, giving your fleet peace of mind wherever they may be. You can go to pieceofship.io to learn more. That's pieceofship.io. Thank you for listening to Murder in HR, presented by Jim Pass, starring Kate Mara and Brett Gelman, a Caspian Studios production, created by Ian Faison, executive produced by Kate Mara, Brett Gelman, and Ian Faison, directed by Rex New, written by Taylor Sardoni, Ian Faison, and Jazz Zapatos, with Mike Smith as Gregory, Elizabeth Seda as Trish, Michael Satow as Larry, Mike Licio as Dallas, Eric Ransom as Francois, Becky Shrimpton as Jan, Dino Pasolich as Blackbeard, Melanie Scroggins as the Simulator Voice, Supervising Creative Producer is Landon Pontius, Produced by Dane Eckerly, Produced by Rex New, Production Coordinators are S.J. Nichols and Mark Wolf Roberts, Our Supervising Producer is John Libby, Sound design and mixing by Sound Sculpture. Mastering by Scott Goodrich. Music supervisor is Landon Pontius. Script supervisor is Mark Wolf Roberts. Associate produced by Jazz Zapatos. Dialogue editing by Callan Turnbull and Scott Goodrich. Design support by Danny Goddard. Video producer is Bradley Glansrock. Video editor is Scott Levine. Marketing coordinator is SJ Nichols. Marketing support by Dino Pasolich, Kyle Reska, Colin Stamps, Dylan Langelis, and Rockable. Additional support from the team at Chimpass. Recording support from Outlaw Sound. Character designs by Sketchy Digital. And special thanks to Chris Galley.